This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Delbert. And Mark. Of course, lots to discuss here this evening. Coming up, the dog tax uh, in Switzerland, Sweden. Mark, where is that happening? At the, Switzerland. The Switzerland. We'll tell you what they're doing. They're threatening animals. And it's just a low, a new low for governments. Uh, we'll get to that here in a bit. 800-259-9231 to the phones first. And the fun, your thoughts about anything you want. It's Kurt in Michigan on the amp lines. Hello, Kurt. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Kurt, great. What's on your mind tonight? interesting thing happened to me uh, the other, well, this weekend. Uh, I went to my favorite store, Costco, and uh, there is a lady there to whom I have conversed in the past. And I, when I when I talk to somebody who seems to have their interest piqued by by freedom, I have I have at the ready a little business card that I've already printed up, um, and uh, it has your website on it, along with Gardner's and uh, the Free State Project, um, and just you know little ideas about self ownership. So I went in, and uh, I went to the customer service counter where she was working, and she said, you're the one who gave me that card, right? And I said, yes. And she said, well, I showed it to my son, and my son has a message for you. And I'm like, okay. And she said, the message is, when are you going to move to New Hampshire, Kurt? Oh. (laughs) And I kind of got this look on my face. And I said, really? Because I didn't, the card does not say my name on it. And she says, oh, I'm Mike Tyner's mother. Wow. Uh, that is a small world. Mike Tyner is one of the activists, for our listeners that don't know. He's uh, Big Mike is what he goes by up here. He, he's the guy that made the move uh, to Manchester, I think, a year or two ago and, and kind of made a big splash right after moving here by walking into the police department holding, uh, I think it was a bud of marijuana in his hand and attempting to get them to arrest him. And they just completely ignored him. Uh, it was an incredible uh, bit of activism, and he's since then been still pretty busy uh, doing things. So you just so happened to encounter uh, Big Mike's mother at uh, the Costco in Michigan where you live. Yes, yes. But, but uh, I asked her, I said, well, is, I mean, what do you think about what he's doing? And she said, well, out of all the things that he's done in his life that have scared the living bejesus out of me, this is the one I respect, because hmm. I know he's doing the right thing. Wow. wow. That's nice. So what's she still doing uh, living in Michigan, then? I, uh, well, you know, you build a life there, I guess, you yeah. know. But uh, she's she's a very nice lady, and, and, and obviously she's done a great job raising Mike, because uh, Mike's a great guy with a good head on his shoulders. So, so what, did you, what was your answer to her when she, she said that to you? Um... Well, I told her that it's all about it's all about uh, getting my wife on board. You know? Ah, yes. It, that's that's the whole thing right there. I'm I'm ready to go. You know, but uh, my wife is a little. You know, she's got a very good job, and she's worried about replacing that income. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, there's there's something to worry about there. You know, I mean, yep. uh, so it's it's just about uh, once Detroit completely folds in upon itself. And that income is no longer there. It's going to be a little easier sell at that point. I imagine you're right about that. So uh, what else did you want to share tonight, Kurt? Well, um, I've been hearing uh, a lot of people call in recently 
you know, saying, well, this is the first time I've heard you and I love the show, or I've been listening now for three months or six months or for a year. Uh, and I've been hearing that quite a bit. Uh, and to those people who are within that category, I would like you to consider amplifying. As a, as a longtime amplifier, I'm very happy with the way my money, w- w- with what my money is going to. Well, thank you, you Kurt. Know, I, I appreciate that. I came on with just slightly over uh, 30 stations. You now have coming up on 90, if not 90. Yeah, 90. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I mean, I, the growth has been amazing. The message is undeniably logical. And it, if it resonates with you, you know, I mean, three bucks a month, you know, more is more is better. But three bucks a month is all it takes. Well, I certainly appreciate it, Kurt. It, it does make a difference for us, and uh, and you have been a long time amplifier. And, and thanks for the call and the support. Always Thank appreciate you. it. We'll see you at the. You're coming to Porkfest this year, right? Oh, you bet! I'm all bringing right. the PA again. Fantastic. Kurt did the audio for the Porcupine Freedom Festival last year, and it was awesome. He did a great job. Really brought out Thank a bunch you. of uh, professional equipment. And thanks for the call tonight, Kurt. Of course, the Porcupine Freedom Festival will tell you more about that uh, coming up here in a little bit. It's happening this summer in June. We'll give you the dates in a little bit more detail uh, later on tonight. 800-259-9231. So, yeah, the Free Talk Live AMP program does make a difference. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com to sign up for it if you'd like. And and we've had, you know, it's been a little tough for the AMP program over the last year or so. Ever since the economy started taking a downturn, folks have been more, you know, a little more likely to decide they might need the, the money somewhere else and that's understandable everybody's having tough times and so if you've got the three bucks to spare we certainly appreciate it you can go to amp.freetalklive.com there are lots and get of some benefits yeah get benefits like uh, access to the amp only podcast or the amp only forum and other things go to amp.freetalklive.com in fact the good news isn't over for this month uh it's going to be a busy month for new affiliates and expanding existing affiliates we've got our affiliate in indianapolis wxnt is taking weeknights starting in two weeks our affiliate in norfolk virginia is going to start taking weeknights uh this coming week that's, that's big news be a really big deal um, huge sudden, news suddenly those that listen on saturday nights uh because they they like the interaction that free talk live has with uh, sort of the public at large i suspect we're probably going to be seeing that on a much more regular basis when we're uh, on at you know a, a giant markets, large markets like Indianapolis and Norfolk on big stations. I, I think we're going to get uh, going to have a lot of calls, people that haven't heard about the message of liberty before, and it should be very interesting. Yep, there's also another station in Minnesota, and I, I don't think I'm privy to announce it yet, but uh, they're going to be they're going to be running our show on a test basis next week live. So, uh, presuming that goes well, we'll have them on board as well. So we're we're going to look at we're going to see some big expansion, I think, to the weekday show this year, 2011. Now that our our Saturday show has really kind of had a, it's it's created its own its own place in the the radio syndication world. I mean, there really aren't any other live Saturday shows out there that that talk to a general audience. You might be able to find like a computer show or some kind of a health doctor show, maybe, but really, there's not much out there. And Free Talk Live is is has I think stood out, and now people are starting to recognize that within the within the industry. And as Kurt pointed out, I mean, we've grown significantly over the last few years, and it's thanks to listeners like you. And more than ninety stations. Yeah. So uh, again, go to amp.freetalklive.com to the news here and what's going on in the world. Uh, coming up, the dog tax. Mark, you're going to tell us about that, but an update on a story that we touched on a few months ago, and that is the idea that police departments around the country are turning to drones. 
It's not enough that in some places the government has video cameras up everywhere, like, for instance, up on uh, red lights or uh, it's I guess they've got the speeding cameras as well. They've got various different ways to monitor you and kind of tap into some sort of video network to see what you're uh, what you're up to. But, you know, a few cameras isn't enough. They need to have more than that. They need to have cameras everywhere. They need to have mobility. They need to have the cameras having the ability to flit about the place and go from one place to another, uh, depending on where the bureaucrats may want to put them. And so their police agencies around the U.S. will soon may may have a new uh, tool in their crime-fighting arsenal. Unmanned aircraft inspired by the success of such drones on the battlefields of Iraq and Afghanistan. This according to USA Today. I love it. Don't you just love the militarization of the police force? Yeah, so it'll be just like Afghanistan. Making your hometown more like Afghanistan. <laughs> They're going to be bringing drones uh, to the airs. Remember, we talked about this uh, not long ago where Houston, earlier this, I think it was about a year ago in January, were running tests. They were flying drones around the city. The Houston Police Department flying drones around the city. and It was a public test. People knew about it. It was reported on, but not widely. I can't imagine what kind of freedom we're going to get from drones. I mean, what what are they hoping to achieve for the average person that drones are going to help with? Uh, I mean... You know, don't banks have uh, uh, you know cameras outside? I, I guess they'll be able to watch somebody who's on uh, uh, you know in a high speed chase. But is that really going to stop the average cop from putting his foot in it and going after the bad guy? Because I don't think it will. Well, the police could use the smaller planes to find lost children, Mark. According to the article, they can lost also children. Hunt, they can also hunt illegal marijuana crops. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure of that. And ease traffic jams and evacuations of cities before hurricanes or other natural disasters. So hey, don't worry about it. It's not going to be an invasion of your privacy or anything like that. They're only going to be using it to find small children and plants. 800-259-9231. They would never expand out from those original boundaries of their program. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Mentioned the Porcupine Freedom Festival uh, a little while back, and of course that is the uh, the Free State Projects event that uh, that they put together on a yearly basis. Uh, you can go to porkfest.com to learn more about it. We go every single year and broadcast live from the event. It's an absolute blast wherein hundreds of liberty-minded people get together and meet up at the same place. In this case, it's a place called Rogers Campground up in northern New Hampshire. Beautiful time of year to be in northern New Hampshire. It's right in the middle of, uh, right in the beginning of summer, and so the weather is very nice. And uh, the people are even nicer, and that's the best part to, uh, it's the best reason to attend, in my opinion, is to have that camaraderie where you can be around other like-minded, liberty-oriented people and enjoy various different activities and such that will be going on throughout the weekend and will be announced as time gets a little closer. It's still a ways out, but not too late or not too early or 
or too late rather to uh, get registered for the the campsite that you might need for in, on which to uh, to sleep while you're there. Uh, you can go and get details on how to do that stuff over at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, porkfest.com. It's June 20th through the 26th this year, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure you guys are as well. Absolutely. So porkfest.com. As uh, we continue here, uh, we'll take your calls as well about whatever's on your mind, but just a little bit more about the drone situation where local governments have been pressing the Federal Aviation Administration for wider use of unmanned aerial vehicles, or UAVs, a demand driven largely by returning veterans who observed the craft's effectiveness in war. According to experts at New Mexico State University and Auburn University, police could use the smaller planes to find lost children, hunt illegal marijuana crops, and ease traffic jams, they say, during natural disasters. The FAA is expected this year to propose new rules for smaller unmanned aircraft, a process that will include input from the public, says their spokesbureaucrat. The agency is also talking with the Justice Department and national law enforcement groups about possibly trying to streamline the process of applying for certificates of authorization to operate such planes, he said. So basically the FAA looking to uh, make it easier for the governments around the country, not, not you and I. I mean, they're not going to make it easy for you to operate those planes, but they want to reduce the restrictions on the police departments from around the country to allow them to more easily get uh, planes with cams uh, on them up in the sky to fly around your city. How do you feel about that? Does it make you feel safer? Does it make you feel secure knowing the cops are going to be flying around with drones in the sky? I wonder if... Uh People have good BB guns and pellet guns and things like that. <laughs> I, I suspect some people will be taking down government pellet guns. But you know what happens. I mean, there's, some guy just got prison time for using a, you know, just one of those cat lasers on a, on a police helicopter. Mm, yeah. You know, I don't know right. how they managed to pull these things off, uh, you know, and, and identify somebody who's using a laser on a, on a police helicopter. You'd I would think assume you got you snitched have, out. What's that? You'd think you'd get snitched out. I wouldn't even like think that. you could do that. I think you have to snitch in yourself. Maybe. I think you have to say, ah, uh, yeah, I guess I was. I'm sorry. And that's when they give you 10 years. Well, there's no people on this, so this is unmanned. That's, that's the true. whole point, right? Yep. So it's not like you could, you, you, well, I guess you could hurt someone if it crashed into someone or something. Drones have been flown in the U.S. for several years, but it limited to uh, restricted airspace into portions of the borders with Canada and Mexico. The FAA authorized the Physical Science Laboratory at New Mexico State University to research the issues involved and uh, UAVs apparently range in size from 15 ounces all the way up to 34,000 pounds and have a wingspan bigger than a Boeing 737. One of the cheap obstacles to widespread use is their inability to see and avoid other aircraft as required by federal regulations, a key to flight safety. Davis says he believes operators on the ground can comply with federal rules if they can see the aircraft and surrounding environment. Uh, so I guess they say that the risks... Associated, uh, they, they've studied the risks associated, and they say that uh, they predict that the drones will be used by the police departments more often in five to ten years, and that much larger unmanned aircraft will be used to transport cargo within 15 to 20. No local police departments have yet been authorized to use unmanned aircraft, although police departments in Houston and Miami have conducted field tests of such planes. So look for more of this news in the future. The police departments have been testing this stuff. And they're lobbying the FAA right now to make it even easier than ever to get these planes up in the sky. To keep an eye on things. You know, they're just out there to keep you safe. I, I can't see how these are going to keep uh, the average person any more safe. I mean, finding lost children, I suppose if they get lost in the woods, that you could probably scour the area with drones a little better than you could else. And these are the predator yeah. drones? 
Uh, there are various drones out there, Mark. Yeah, like, I would think those helicopter drones would be kind of useful for scouring woods for lost children. They could do it faster than, mm-hmm. uh, you know, say a group of people could. But that doesn't mean you have to have them in the sky at all times. I think you might be able to follow, say, a, a, a you know, a bank robber who's on like a high speed chase rather than endangering the public with having a bunch of cops, you know, make, chasing after him, making him go faster. They're going faster. People die every year in the United States from high speed chases um, by people. I mean, innocent people. People are killed by cop cars careening th- who think that they're Cletus and uh, and Roscoe from uh, the Dukes of Hazard, uh, chasing people around. I think you could probably chase somebody w- with a drone a little better. But I'm trying to imagine the other instances. And you'd have to get this thing up in the air and it could probably be there as quick as say a cop maybe maybe it could be there as quick as a cop i'm not sure so i don't know that you necessarily have to have these things flying around the sky for either one of these instances frank is in canton ohio listening to wcer frank you're on free talk live with ian dalebert and mark hey two tour war war bit. hey thanks for taking my call America will rule the day and, and woe the day that they allowed the fcc and and or the uh, faa and, and homeland tyranny to put drones in, in, not a, in any form or fashion, whether military-controlled or police-controlled drones, in the air over American skies. Okay, Why we do you will, say that? Uh, you'll be looking at War of the Machines Terminator. <laughs> okay? You yeah, will, well, how long is it before they're going to outfit the drone with a machine gun? That's correct. You will, and that's that's exactly what I'm saying. When you take people with consciences and put them in a little isolated room, okay, and drone surveillance, okay, to just give credence and more power to the military authoritative uh, industrial complex over over the airspace of American skies and American citizens and freedom and liberty, you will rule the day that you, we allowed that. We will rule, rule the day that we allowed that to happen. And I'm just telling your listeners up front, you will be very, very sorry. Thank you, Frank. I, I tend to agree with you on that. I think that uh, people generally believe that there's still this mindset that's pre- uh, prevalent throughout Amer- a lot of Americans, that the police are out there to protect and serve, and that they're out there doing the right thing a lot of the time. And I just don't know if that's true. I, I, I see the police using these drones to, as they point out, as they admit, go after marijuana crops. I see them using them to, uh, you know, to, to right. monitor people's behavior. Well, what, what I want from these drones is to expand my freedom. And if that's and I think that you could do that in the two instances that I outlined where where they're chasing after missing kids or, um, you know, checking at people, the you know, following people who are, you know, say, running from the law or something like that. However, I think that these drones would likely be used to contract my freedoms, to make me pay for this drug war further, to uh, throw people in jail who've never harmed anyone and make me pay for it. People that I've never met, that haven't done anything to me, make me pay for it. If the police weren't actually out on the streets harming innocent people, if they weren't out on a regular basis aggressing against peaceful people, then I might believe these drones would be used for good, peaceful purposes, but it doesn't seem like it to me. More coming up. You take control. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Juicy Juice, 100% juice, providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces. Visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to nutrition, kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow. For the ideal mix, your kid should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100% veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100% fruit juice a day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. 
live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. So head over there and enjoy our listening options. Live streams. We've got a broadband and dial-up version of the show. Plus, there's our webcam and listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen to the show that way. Around the clock, uh, listen lines and the live streams are available. Plus, there are our, uh, there's our satellite channel, which is free to air, meaning you can receive it without a subscription fee. And on top of that, we've got 90 wonderful radio stations across the country that pick up the uh, the show at various different times. Get the details and get tuned in at listen.freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves... Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. There's a deadline of March the 1st, and the rates are as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, let's continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Darren is on the line in Pennsylvania. Darren, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, yes. Hello, guys. Hey. wanted to talk. Hello? Hi, you're right there. Okay, yes, I wanted to talk about uh, Julian Heichlin, the famous, fearless, uh, fully informed jury association activist. Mm. He's uh, been, he, according to his website, he's been charged with uh, jury tampering. I didn't know Julian had a website. What is his website? It's uh, Tyranny Fighters, one word, tyrannyfighters.com. Okay. You look at his uh, progress report from uh, January 12th, uh, that's where he talks about it. Apparently, there's not too many details. Um, they gave him a summons. That he says that's how they're charging him with jury tampering. Uh, really not much more there. According to him, there's not a lot of detail on the summons. And if I know uh, Julian Heichlin, and I don't know him very well, but I know him from watching what he's been doing over the last couple of years, he's been going to federal courthouse after federal courthouse doing fully informed jury outreach with uh, FIJA.org, F-I-J-A.org, to inform jurors of their right to nullify, of their right to find uh, someone not guilty based on their conscience, based on their feelings about the law, not whether or not the law was broken. So if the juror believes that the law is bad, they can just simply say, not guilty, based on that fact. And uh, Julian Heichlin has been like the most prominent character in the country going around to these federal courthouses and doing this outreach. He's been arrested multiple times and just pretty much for the purpose of getting him out of there. Like the arrests don't usually pan out into any sort of criminal charges for him. Usually they just simply arrest him and then later on, you know, we'll, we'll let him go or drop the charges or something like that, as I understand it, just to get him away from the front of the federal courthouse building uh, in which he's standing. So now you're saying they've decided to come at him with a criminal charge of jury tampering. That's correct. That's what is on his uh, on his website right now. Um, I've been out uh, in the field with Julian a few times. Uh, filmed mm-hmm. him getting arrested up in uh, New York, New York City, which is actually where they're charging him. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, I would say the the size of it. Uh, the first time they arrested him, I think on a bench warrant of some kind. They took he didn't last uh, two seconds. The second time uh, took him about a half an hour to figure out they wanted to arrest him and. Um, you know, he just throws himself to the ground, and I guess that's his way of doing civil disobedience. But anyways, they called an ambulance and took him away in an ambulance. The guy's a hero. He's incredibly Absolutely. heroic. He's seven. I think he's 79 years old. 
I mean, he's an so old. He's got nothing, nothing to lose, so he's going to fight for tyranny. Right, fight for freedom against tyranny. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy is an inspiration, and and I wish that more people his age would be inspired by him and start doing things like he does. Uh, because when when people of the senior age group get out there and they get active, they they're very effective. I mean, it it looks really bad when the cops are cuffing an old man who's nearly 80 years old on the ground and carrying him away. It just does. It's hard for them to get good PR off of doing something like that. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, so, they've come across looking like a Gestapo or something. Yeah, so, I mean, I fully support Julian Heichlin, and I'm very interested in knowing uh, what transpires in this case. He says here, I'm looking now at his blog post over at tyrannyfighters.com, where he says he wants it to be the ultimate public trial he's maintaining the lead role as uh, rather, rather the role as lead counsel because i can i can and will say and do things that will disbar any attorney of course i imagine he's going to be using jury nullification and bringing up jury nullification at his own trial so this could really shape up to be quite a uh, quite an interesting and uh, exciting event and it sounds like uh, julian heichlin is fully ready and fully prepared uh to uh, to handle this situation so uh, it's very. I'm very curious to see what transpires here, so whether the federal government ends up backing down or what happens. So, uh, Darren, if you could keep us in the loop, that'd be great. Yes, I'd be. I'd be happy to. Any comments? Uh, anything else you want to share on this matter? Like I mentioned before, I've been out in the field with him um, several times. Obviously, not every time he goes out. From what I've seen of what he does, he just hands out flyers. I don't know how they're dreaming up some kind of jury uh, tampering charge. I agree, because, that. in fact, that's always been my critique of, of uh, Julian Heichlin, is that he doesn't target the potential jurors. He just stands out in front of a federal courthouse and hands out flyers to passersby. He never exactly. actually targets the jury selection process, which is what we do here in New Hampshire. We show up on jury selection morning, the you know the half an hour window in which they have to show up for the jury selection. We're there out in front of the building handing out flyers. Now, we are targeting everyone walking into the building, but we're there for that express purpose of reaching the potential jurors, while Jur- Julian Heichlin is just handing out flyers to anyone in the, uh, the general public. That's right. So, yeah, so, uh, that seems just like... Add a couple- Oh, sorry, I was going to say, you're, I think you're right. It seems like it's going to be a very difficult case for the federal government to uh, to prove. But then again, it is their court system, so it may not matter if they've proven a case or not. They may just decide to convict him to teach him a lesson. Thanks for the call, Darren. I appreciate the information here tonight. Again, the uh, Julian Heichlin's website, tyrannyfighters.com. Uh, and I'm glad he's finally gotten himself hooked up with a, with a website. I'm sure there were some activist friends that uh, that had you know assisted him with that. I saw a T-shirt. Someone had... Um some tyranny fighter or something like that, and I could have swore it, it, it to me it looked like tranny fighters. <laughs> so make sure the Y is really clear on there. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Uh, you can bring up whatever you want. Of course, the fully informed jury association is where you want to go to learn more about FIJA and jury nullification and and how to get out there and get active. This is one of those things that you can do pretty easily where you live uh you can go out and do fully informed jury association activism and outreach to potential jurors and other people with very little investment of time very little investment of money it's just a matter of getting flyers printed out uh, printed out you can order them from fiji or you can just print them out on your own they've got uh, pdfs that you can use on your own printer or take it to kinko's or fedex or whatever and, and get it printed up uh so that's cheap and then you go out I like to target the jury selection times because it seems to be the most 
sensible way to do this. Uh, yeah, well, if you're going to hand out jury nullification information, why wouldn't you handle, hand it out to jurors? That's Like I said, it's always because been my critique of Julian. I mean, if, he if doesn't you, do that. If you hand out the jury nullification information to somebody who then is, uh, you know, put on a jury two years later, they're not going to remember what they read. Not likely. They'll and remember that they read something, but they don't remember what, what it is. Right, and it's most relevant to the, the potential juror at that moment because they're walking in. If you've ever been to jury, or if you've ever been to a, a jury selection, you know that there's usually a lot of sitting and waiting involved. If they have something to read, then there's a good chance they'll read it. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people who are brand new and have never been to jury selection before don't know that they need to bring something to read. So they may show up with nothing. And, uh, you know, somebody who's been before may know and they may have a book ready. But a lot of folks will have absolutely nothing in their hands uh, with which to occupy themselves. I had the Lord of the Rings trilogy all in one book when when I went to jury selection. I still didn't get through it that way. So I can't imagine you would. So it's really simple. You just get those printed out. You go. You figure out what time jury selection is in your town. You go. I would say a half an hour before the the, the you know. There's usually a time by which they are supposed to show up. So go thirty minutes before that. So you get everybody that's showing up in advance. Stay fifteen minutes afterwards. So you get the stragglers, the people that are showing up late. And you're going to be able to offer jury nullification information to approximately one hundred percent of the people walking into that building. And if and it's the kind of thing that once a week at most, and possibly where you live, it might be once a month. Here in New, uh, Keene, New Hampshire, it is once a month, uh, and that's if they have it. Sometimes there just aren't any jury trials, so they don't they don't do jury selection. It's been several months now, actually, since we've actually had to do one, and I'm mm. I'm bummed by that. Of course, it means most people are taking plea bargains, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So go to Fiji.org, F-I-J-A.org, and we'll keep you in the loop, and hopefully Darren will as well with uh, the Julian Heichlin situation. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want by dialing in toll-free. The number for you, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And you can shop with Free Talk Live as well. You can go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com to enter Amazon via our special portal, which means that we'll start getting credit. Well, we will get credit for your purchases. You have to go every time you visit Amazon through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And uh, we'll, again, get a percentage of the uh, the purchase price. So whatever you're looking to buy, they probably sell it. It's Amazon, you know, the world's largest Internet retailer. They've got almost everything. You go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com to get your shopping done, unless you need medication. I'm pretty sure they're not going to sell that. Yeah, I don't think Amazon's going to be doing that. <laughs> um, if, you, if you're on medications currently, right now, taking uh, some kind of prescribed medication, and you're getting the, those medications at the pharmacy... You're likely paying more than you have to. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, 
Click become a member on the left-hand side of the page there. And the uh, customer service there is excellent. I've been through the process. I've been to their offices. These people are not high pressure. They're going to provide you with what you're looking for, name brand medications or generics, whichever's preferable to you. They'll get them to you, and they'll get them to you prices that will save you money big time. Meds.freetalklive.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Again, take control of these airwaves. We go to Will in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Will. William Sibley. I'm sorry, Will, what's that? This is William Sibley. We'll take your word for it. You don't have to give give your address so we can come by for dinner? (laughs) You you don't have to give your last name. Go ahead with your thoughts. What I I had on my mind is uh, recently I've been listening to you guys and you're talking about the Illuminati. Nope. I don't think so. Well, I mean, one of the shows on the GNC network. Uh, so on the Genesis with, Communications Network. Yeah, and, yeah Genesis. And this show has nothing to do with uh, the other programs uh, in general on the rest oh, of the really? network. Well, yeah. it was Free Talk Radio. Oh, this is Free Talk Live, yeah. You can call in. Yeah. You talk can talk live. about the Illuminati, yeah. We may have had someone so, call anyway, in to talk about that, uh, but what, uh, generally we I don't focus on that. What I call about is I do research on 759 B.C. That's what I research on. Because that's the period where I find that Baal and corporations exist together. What is uh, what is Baal? Are you talking about Baal is the god in the Bible that God called out and said, "Kill it." All right, and supposedly we went out, he, the world went out and killed it. Right. Well, I found out in 1972 the United States Congress let the IRS call a corporation a taxable entity. And that's when I found out that they're actually uh, worshiping Baal. Okay, because the IRS said that a corporation could be a taxable entity, they're worshiping Baal or Baal is what I was. No, no, Baal is the is is a shameless, guiltless god. That means if you worship him, you have no shame or guilt. I think he's a Canaanite uh, god of fertility. Um, you know, it, it really just depends on which side of history you're on here. I mean, some people said their god was great. Other people said their god was great. And, you know, some people killed the other people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, I, and anyway, my research is based on a site I found here in the United States. Anyway, Mark. A website? <laughs> yeah, no, not a website. But you can go to uh, NM Revealed Tours. What is the uh, point uh, of what no. you're saying here? I mean, you're saying that uh, the you're saying the politicians worship a god called Baal. No, the the corporations themselves, the the board members are all the bosses, and the corporation itself is the god. Okay, so let me see if I'm following you. A so, profit-generating machine. If let me see if I'm following you. Is every corporation the you're saying the the people that run the corporation are worshiping Baal without knowing that they're worshiping Baal? Is that the idea? They, yeah, that's right. Because what it is is the corporation itself is a entity. There is no one that can be well, found no, it's, physically it's responsible. It's a legal fiction. It's well, not I, an entity. I get where you're coming from with that. I mean, you know, it's a, I, I, you know, no one can be held so responsible anyway, because the, the government recommends. Well, hold on a second. We're having, having a conversation, conversation here. here. We're having the okay. conversation, so, so we're just going to hold so the, on. So the government recognizes a uh, a file folder and calls it an entity, and I see that that's a problem. I don't know that the connecting it to Baal really makes any sense. In that pantheon of, um, of of this polytheistic religion you're referring to, Baal was the son of, I think, El Shaddai and Ishtar. Um, now, are there any corporations now, that aren't Baal are but you, are El Shaddai and Ishtar? All right. 
Are you familiar with uh, Jezebel and her son Bathysphere in the Bible? Yep, yeah. She, the she's the one who supposedly fell out of her uh, window and was eaten by dogs? Mm-hmm. Well, the Phoenicians of that period ran a corporation, and their whole motto was sex sells. They made lots of sexual items, and they sold them everywhere. All right? When God called out and said, kill this, Basically, everybody walked away from factories. From factories? Yeah, you know, where they were mass, mass manufacturing all this stuff. So all God didn't like them making sex toys? Mass manufacturing sex toys? No, yes, that's what they were doing back then. And, and you're saying God doesn't like uh, the sex toy industry? No, no, he doesn't like corporations. He doesn't have a problem with an owner. He has a problem with with something that can't be found and found guilty. Hmm. So, so let me see if I can understand this. I agree this here. that um, you know that 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 much is true. It's just this confusing thing. See, Baal isn't a, a, is not a synonym for yeah, other false gods. Baal is a specific god, like Zeus. I know. Is, I know. Is a specific there there god. are a lot. So there, you're just saying the corporations are false entities. I agree with you. They're not real entities. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. So, so let me see if I've got you straight here. Uh, so you're pointing out that uh, corporations are, in your mind, false gods. You, uh, you're referencing Baal as, uh, as an example. And you're yeah. saying that the people that are in the corporations are worshiping that false god. Don't you think that in order to worship something, you have to actually be aware that you're worshiping something? Don't you have to no, you choose don't. to actually, worship something? No, you don't. Actually, all you have to do is work for them. They're the bosses. Well, They're the board members. You're working for them. You're not, there's a big difference between working and wor- worshiping. I mean, worshiping is a fairly specific act. It's a you know, it's a fairly elaborate process, and and working for them is maybe they're duped by them and working for them or something. But that's a big far cry from worshiping. I guess I just don't understand why you even need to bring gods into this discussion. I mean, the the corporate well, idea the thing is, is, is I wouldn't actually be researching 759 BC to come up with the inner 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 circle of the Illuminati and the information that's held there. Right. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. This, well, there's a, a, a location on Earth where the Ten Commandments was written in stone. It is pre-Judah, and it's here in the United States. All right? There was a solar eclipse. <laughs> you, need to, you need to focus. Yeah, you're all You really do. Place. I mean, there's only so much time you're going to get to talk about this, so try to stick to something that, okay. that can, keep, well, that can be cohesive. The, I was trying to stick to the topic of the Illuminati. Okay. So My the, research is based on a... Uh, on a on my video. Oh, you've got a video? That, uh, video. Yeah, I do have a video. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube. What's it called? Uh, it's called uh, the only place or the NM Revealed Tours is the uh, channel. What Revealed Tours? NM. The, 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 the letters N and M. Nancy and Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. N and M. So what do you want to uh, want to reveal about the Illuminati? It's a group of uh, well, elites that control the world. They, that they want to. No, that, that the they control the churches, that they control religions. They've already gotten control of religions in general. Hmm. What about the Quakers? Yep, them too, I'm sure. Oh, Mark. <laughs> because they, based, on, based on my information, did you know that we they were... did a rewrite on Moses' original books. Now, how far down when the they... line do, the, uh, do the, the Illuminati control the Quakers? Do they control the individual friends meetings that happen no, no, in different areas? No, no, no. I believe it's more in the general sense of they rewrote 
the Torah, and then they made sure that the canon law also fit. Uh, he's right. Um, the fact is that the Torah has been rewritten on multiple occasions. Different political factions would get in con- get in control of the uh, Jewish government, and these things would happen. You'd see rewrites of the uh, the scriptures and rewrites again, and then they go back and they tell the uh, the you know the the plebes, "Hey, look, we found new documents." And but see, uh, what know, I didn't find is new documents. I actually found. Uh, see, the site here in New Mexico is is an Israelite tabernacle. Oh, yeah, you didn't like find that. like they have in Israel. Sorry. So you didn't find that. What? There is what no is Israelite it? tabernacle in New Mexico. You didn't find Why it. not? Because there isn't. Why not? Because it's not there. You've actually been there? No. I know where Israel is, and it's no damn where near New Mexico. No, I'm saying an Israelite type. Israelite, the Israelites not didn't go to New Mexico, Israel. man. They didn't. <laughs> okay, well, if you go look in the video, you'll see that there is the only place on earth that they found the Ten Commandments written in stone. I bet that I bet it'll be revealing. I'm I'm certain I will go see this video, but I can tell you that there is no. Well, the video is about two years old. My brother did it. Yeah, what's it called again? NM what? NM Revealed Tours. Revealed Tours. All right, I'm sure it'll reveal all the secrets of the universe. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. So apparently. All the religions are controlled by the Illuminati. He didn't really seem too concerned with all the governments of the world uh, being controlled by them. That's normally the position of the Illuminati people. Anyway, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Sorry, I don't buy it. It's free talk live. A very wealthy U.S. citizen is predicting that, in 2011, we'll witness the most important day in America in more than 50 years. He says it will change everything about our lives. The way you shop, travel, invest, educate your children, and even how you take care of your health and your family. Now, this man has made some outrageous predictions over the years, but he's usually right. He predicted the collapse of GM, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and America's biggest mall owner. And recently, he created a video which you can watch online for free, detailing his biggest and most important prediction yet. I can't stress this enough. You should at least watch this free video online today. He explains everything you need to know, including simple steps you can take to protect yourself. You can find the video at endofamerica.com. 19.com. Although this video may be offensive to some audiences, it's worth checking out. Again, it's endofamerica19.com. That's the numeral 19. That's endofamerica, the numeral 19.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Of course, much to discuss here tonight. Still to come, the dog tax uh, that is happening over in Switzerland and what happens if you don't pay, uh, you'll fill us in on that. 800-259-9231. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Frank is in New York. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live. The Dale uh, Good Mark. evening. Hey, good evening. Uh, speaking of the devil, <laughs> the last <laughs> phone caller with the Illuminati. Yes, we exist, and all religions are uh, persuasive fictions that have been controlled from the very beginning, but I believe the caller is off regarding ancient mystery Babylon religious foundations and traditions. It actually goes back 25,000 years beyond the year 759 B.C. Now, you know these things because you are actually a member of the Illuminati. 
Absolutely. (laughs) 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 But what I wanted to say uh, was actually regarding the jury nullification. And it's very interesting because for a charge of jury tampering, one would have to be involved with the attorneys and the prospective jurors in the selection process. So that's really a bad charge. What they could have done was say that basically the person is attempting or conspiring to obstruct justice. That would have been probably the uh, uh, easiest charge to make, but one of the most difficult charges to prove. And they would have to go on the grounds that his actions involve the impinging practice of law through the selective process uh, of acquiring the jury. Now, what's interesting about the whole deal is last year I had an experience in New York being called for jury duty, but sadly I wasn't placed on a jury. Mm -hmm. And again, what they tend to look for is uh, people that really don't have, you know, extensive educational backgrounds, uh, people that if it's sort of like in the area of uh, non-criminal, where it would be, let's say, uh, someone has a uh, something on the side of the house that falls down and hits a passerby, and they're suing the, the person, you know, in a civil action. Uh, they tend to like people with business or sort of corporate backgrounds for that. Can't them. you just show your Illuminati pass card and get in? Oh, no, I was hoping I could use that to get out of it. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> but sadly, sadly, one couldn't. And the notion of worship... Uh, in the Illuminati just ain't all it's cracked up to be, is it, Frank? I mean, you can't Pardon even me? get out of jury duty with the Illuminati. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of the rich Rockefeller Illuminati rock the, How many levels people. are there? I mean, are you, what level are you? Is well, like- actually, I'm sort of considered the fool or the clown. They admire my intellectual ability, and I'm basically there to have interesting dinner conversation. But when it comes time to pulling the strings for power and things, I'm sort of in the outer circle. I'm not involved with hmm. the committee of 300 that sort of runs the show. So for the, 15, for the 15 members that actually rule the world, there's 15 people that are unknown, even to the Council of 300, that are only known through correspondences with corporations and law firms. And then you have the committee of three thousand that goes uh, the, th- the committee of three hundred that goes back to the days of the uh, uh, East India Trading Company. Why is and it that people, people are so confused, confused Frank? Frank? Because, because normally, normally when we talk, talk to people, people uh, that believe the whole Illuminati thing, they're very confused. Like that caller that we had last hour. For those just tuning in, you missed it. Uh, he, he was rambling. He was jumping all over the place. He didn't have anything really significant or coherent to say beyond talking about. Uh, the Ten Commandments being on a rock in uh, New Mexico, and that means that the Babylonians well, actually, are there if or I, something. if I could say something about that, uh, you have to realize that there is no uh, physical evidence or archaeological evidence to prove that Moses existed or that he received the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai or Mount Ararat or Mount Tabor, which whichever religion. Uh, you want to look at with regard to that supposed location. And what's very interesting about it is that if Moses was the adopted son of Pharaoh or nephew of Pharaoh, actually son of Pharaoh, because Moses was found by Pharaoh's sister, the princess, in the bulrushes, and then she adopted him as uh, as her son, who was then a prince of ancient Egypt. Now, he would have been introduced to the uh, uh, priesthood of Amun, and it was the priesthood that had the 300 laws or commandments that appear in the Book of the Dead, whereby before you, uh, at, you know, lost. when you're judged, when you're judged in death, 
you have to say, I, I did not murder, I did not do this. There are 300 things. So the Ten Commandments are actually 10 of the 300 that have been adapted, in a sense. And remember, religion is the regime. You have to, you have to understand this. And I think Max Weber, the sociologist and philosopher of the 19th century, was probably the most articulate regarding religion. And he basically said that all religions are a regime of oppression and repression, uh, that are used to keep people in line, and they're it's used to true. keep people from achieving their genuine happiness, mm. and enslaved to you know a political order. Often, men and women that uh, care nothing for the uh, worshipful uh, members that that, that, that detest. But believe. Frank, you sound you really address my question. Let me let me rephrase it. Uh, you always sound so educated and coherent, and like you can speak in complete sentences, and you make sense. And you you seem to accept this idea of the the Illuminati, and and you actually uh, you actually claim to be a part of it. Whereas everybody else that we've ever talked to about the Illuminati, you know, when they call and mention the Illuminati, they're always some rambling madman uh, who can barely even string a sentence uh, together and, and keep your attention on well, one topic. Well, you have topic. to realize the Illuminati itself was the institution that came into existence on May first, seventeen seventy six, by the professor of canon law at Ingolstadt University, Adam Weishaupt. And what's interesting, the Illuminati, though, was a very current, was a very modern construction. You know, the Order of the Snake or the Fraternity of the Sacred Snake goes back to ancient Egypt. Uh, hold on, that, I, don't, I don't want Babylon. to get a history lesson uh, it, from you on it's this. It's a lineage. I think you have to understand the genealogy of that. But what's interesting about it is, uh, you know, we know individuals that are executing power in our culture, and in different cultures in the world are members of this organization. Uh, there's nothing one can do about it. They have been in power from the beginning, and they will be in power until the end. And ultimately, the key that you have to realize to be illuminated, to genuinely be a member of the Illuminati, is you have to understand yourself in the world and the paradigms of illusion and the paradigms of reality. And so you have to you, understand, okay, you have on, to emancipate Frank. yourself. That, that's, that's great, and I'm all in favor emancipation. of... Emancipation. <laughs> I'm all in favor of the emancipation, but if you Correct. take what the people who uh, who claim to know things about the Illuminati suggest, like you're saying, they're in the they're power mongers or whatever, uh, why is it that they're not punishing you for like revealing their secrets about the 300 people and the 15? Oh, they, everyone knows that. That's common knowledge. It's in not fact, common if one me. goes into, let's say, some of the orders of the, uh, let's say, the 18th to, to 33rd or to the 46th degree in masonry, you know all about this stuff. So the point is, there are many people that know this, but it's very interesting in the sense that... Uh, how how did you, you get initiated? I mean, what, how did you come well, across I really them? Can't, I can't speak about it, but it goes uh, back through families. It's sort of a lineage I with see. families. But what's interesting so about that, if you're able to become a Freemason, then in theory... Well, I never said I was a Freemason, hmm. nor did I say I'm not a Freemason. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're, that's fearful, because I don't want them to, to kill me and to pull my tongue out and things. So one never will discuss the secrets of the temple. But <laughs> I think right now, though, with the Internet, you can. And there's a tremendous amount of information out there. Yeah, but it's all, it's, a, it all so crazy. It all sounds so crazy. It all sounds so maddening, uh, Frank, and it's... Uh, it's always presented by some rambling lunatic uh, that is, well, you know, has this web page that just goes on and on. About, I'm, and I, I, I have heard some things about uh, Freemasonry that are that I feel pretty confident are true. 
I've been but, in their uh, little uh, throne uh, room. Not, it's nothing creepy. About, like, nothing about well, assassinations. Or, nothing about assassinations or, or, or elaborate um, plots or anything like that. But just just things about their, their typical day-to-day practices that are just kind of bizarre. Thanks, Frank, as always, for the Frank? call today. I tend to... Uh, I don't know how... F- what the I imagine there are people out there that believe this Illuminati thing exists, and maybe it does exist. And, and if it does exist, maybe Frank is right that they are in control of all the governments and the religions and everything like that. Uh, I just don't uh, I don't accept it as defeatist. You know, I don't uh, I don't look at that and say, oh well, we're screwed. Uh, I still believe that we can live free, and we need to get together and just do it, and not worry about secret plots and things like that. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net. Live, you dial in toll free, take control of the airwaves at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian here and Delbert and Mark. Uh, and by the way, Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Pirates. <laughs> if you like Taron Lupo's history pieces on the LCL report, then check out his new historical fiction novel, Pirates of Savannah. It's an adventure novel about the birth of freedom in the Low Country. At its heart is a tale of prisoners, refugees, and society's casts off, all joining together to escape from government tyranny and discover a path to liberty on the open seas. Just go check it out at piratesofsavannahbook.com. There's a PDF there. You can download it, I guess, read it on one of those little reader things you can uh, uh, get it in audiobook format that's how i've got it and i think it's uh, i think it's great uh, it's pirates of savannah book.com if you enjoy it you can throw a few bucks terran's way it's pirates of savannah book.com all right 800-259-9231 as we continue with your phone calls about what you want sid is in indiana you're on free talk live with ian dalebert and mark hello sid sid in indiana going once Sid in Indiana. Going. I'm here. Hello, Sid. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys tonight? Super. What's on your mind tonight, Sid? Well, you know, I was just listening. I listen to every, uh, uh, well, I listen to, to LRN all the time, but oh, I great. listen to you guys every time you're on, and I'll tell you why. You've got the best bunch of mutant call-ins I, I've ever heard. What do you say, mutant call-ins? What, what do you mean by that? I think he that? means the last call. No, no, no. no? It's not just the last one. Well, as an example, though, I think that's what oh, you yes, mean, Oh, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, he was great. No, the last guy was great, but the guy before him, it's the mutants that don't understand that they're mutants that I find most hilarious. Define mutant. I'm, I'm Well, uh, people that are so, uh, well, I'm, I'm deep into my study of 759 B.C., how how deep can you be into that? Yeah, what is there to study? And uh, when you're just talking about what the area of Judea in 759, I mean, what, a couple of verses. Yeah, yeah, really. You know, and you know, well, uh, all I can say is that that guy just cracked me up. But last week you had uh, two or three in a row that were uh, uh, it was anti-Israel, one after the other. 
and I, it just cracks me up how serious they take themselves. Well, it is it sure is fun to do an open phones radio show because you never know uh, who's going to walk through the door next or uh, through the you know the the open phone line. Well, if you I'll, will next. I'll try not to be too mutantified for you guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You know, we actually took the time uh, for those of you just tuning in. There was a guy that called the end of the last hour. That's who you're referring to. Uh, who was, like you're saying, talking about all his research he's been doing into the year 759 or something like that. And he provided a link to his YouTube channel. And so I went during the news break and pulled up his YouTube video. And basically, it's a video of him or his brother or somebody going to the what is called the Los Lunas Decalogue Stone, which is a, a large boulder on the side of Hidden Mountain. This according to Wikipedia near Los Lunas, New Mexico, about 35 miles south of Albuquerque, that bears a very regular inscription carved into a flat panel. It's also known as the Los Lunas Mystery Stone or Commandment Rock. The inscription is interpreted to be an abridged version of the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments in a form of Paleo-Hebrew. The stone is controversial in that some claim the inscription is pre-Columbian and therefore proof of early Semitic contact with the Americas, which is essentially what the caller was suggesting. Am I right about that, Mark? Yes. Um, Of course. I mean, like it's ludicrous. Somebody came out there. They carved what they thought to be important, which are the Ten Commandments. They're in all kinds of. They're they're iconic, for God's sake. Somebody carved them on a flat rock. It's not. Hey guys, if if they just looked at the base of the thing and seen that it was a uh, in concrete, they might have realized you know that the Paleo uh, Hebrew uh, just wasn't so. It was in concrete. I don't know what you mean. No, no, no. I'm, that's a joke. In other words, they they go to this monolith with Paleo Hebrew, which you know, gee, I studied that in college. Um, and uh, if they just happened to look down, it was, you know, probably had a, a concrete base to it uh, with somebody who had put their fingerprints in it as the concrete uh, hardened. Yeah, so I think the, the, essentially the extent of his study is to go and look at this rock in uh, Las Lunas, uh, New Mexico, or Las Lunas, New Mexico. In fact... There's not much else to say about this. So Wikipedia points out the first recorded mention of the stone is in 1933 when Professor Frank Hibben, an archaeologist from the University of New Mexico, saw it. He was led to the stone by an unnamed guide who claimed to have found it as a boy in the 1880s. The 1880s date of discovery is important to those who believe the stone was inscribed by a lost tribe of Israel. The Paleo-Hebrew script is practically identical to the Phoenician script, which was known at the time, thus not precluding the possibility of fraud. One argument against the stone's antiquity is its apparent use of modern Hebrew punctuation, though an amateur epigrapher argued the punctuation is consistent with antiquity. So basically it's a stone with the Ten Commandments written on it in what they call Paleo-Hebrew, and there is some question as to its authenticity or its date of origin. And basically that's what this guy was basing his entire... Uh, video slash uh, call off of, as I understand it. And, you know, guys, I wasn't trying to make fun of this guy. I, I just love the, all the mutants in general, you know. I really do. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. It's a new word. I've, I've never heard anyone described it, that way. And then that reminds me of Paula. Paula. Oh, miss we Paula, miss Paula. Don't, don't know what happened to her. 800-259-9231. They come and they go over the years. Sometimes they come back now and then, but most often they just go. 1-800-259-9231. You can go see the stone for yourself. It's apparently accessible to visitors who purchase a $25 recreational access permit from the New Mexico State Land Office. Good Lord! 
They charge $25? I mean, you could go to a theme park for less than that. <laughs> I could have pushed gardens and ride, and ride the monstrous mamba for less than that. That's crazy. Uh, other researchers, by the way, are dismissed dismiss the inscription based on the numerous stylistic and grammatical errors that appear in the inscription. Most modern scholars, and it just looks fresh. When you look at it, it looks pretty recent. Uh, most modern scholars question most uh, much of Hibben's research today because of his work with alleged pre-Clovis sites in at least two separate incidents. Hibben's fabricated some or all of his archaeological data to support his pre-Clovis migration theory, whatever that is. Uh, these missteps call into rest the rest of his work into question and for many undermine the validity of his claims about the Los Lunas Decalogue stone. So, so this is supposed to be the Ten Commandments. It is the Ten Commandments, yeah. from what I understand. The original, but no, God, no. Well, is, is, I want to know. Was that it, what that caller was claiming? That's what the, it sounded that these were like the originals? to me. Is that God carved this with His fiery finger from heaven, or something? Right? Did you get that impression, Mark, from the caller? Um, I, yes, I got the impression that those were, that was where the, um, the the Israelites got their stuff from. Uh, was this place in, in New, New Mexico, Mexico, which is you know patently ludicrous, <laughs> um, and I think that you could take two uh, two positions. The Bible isn't clear that uh, I, at least I'm not clear that the Bible says that God wrote them on the stone and gave them to Moses. Maybe it says that. Uh, that kind of sounds like it. But Moses was up there, and I think that you know probably your uh, your reasonable Bible believer would likely believe that in fact Moses inscribed that's, what God God told him. That's an oxymoron. With well, I don't. I, I'm not going to say that. I think that there. Right. I think that somebody can believe that certain the lessons things. of the Bible are good lessons. Some of them, you know, and like things like they can pick and, and choose. certain events might have been loosely based on real events. Yeah, you know, you know, some of them, some of them. We'll come back okay. with more of your thoughts. They're welcome at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up whatever you want. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, and those features include news updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com and get on either the updates list via email or Twitter or Facebook or all of the above if you'd like. It's all free and all there for you at news. News.freetalklive.com. Totasac, it's the one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home. It's made of 100% recycled materials right here in the United States, and it is a retail grocery bag carrier. It, um, you know, whether you're carrying groceries from the grocery store to the car, from the car to the house, from, you know, the house to wherever, it makes so many carrying tasks, especially grocery bags, a heck of a lot easier. And you'll be surprised you're able to make it without it. Um, it makes things so much easier. Go check out the Totasac at totasac.us, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.us. 
and uh, pick up a family pack and give it to some friends and some family. Totasac.us. All right, 800-259-9231. As we continue here taking your phone calls about what you want, let's go to, I believe, Bill is in Missouri. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Bill? Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, some of these Illuminati people actually believe when they have their higher-up meetings, they actually summon demons, and demons are present in the room. How would and, you know that? Well, it's on other GCN network channels. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I don't mean how would you know that they believe that. I, I, would, I wonder, would wonder how they would, would think that demons are in the room. Well, I mean, I'm, because they want it to be there. It's like a yeah. sci-fi track. at a Star Trek convention. They talk about communicating between planets, and they use subspace. Hmm. There is no such thing as subspace. That's not real. <laughs> you know, it's, just for, it's all for entertainment purposes only. And what they're doing is, uh, I think the men in the 1700s rejected the Pope, the Catholic dogma of the Catholic Church, asked the Pope if the world was flat and round, and he said, hey, God told me it was flat when they knew it was round. Good so that, started, that started a huge party. You know, and so they're the illuminated ones that run this that are in this country that they're the, the higher-ups, they think. You know, they're just partying. Look how George Washington and Jefferson was. Both of those guys were hypocrites. They yeah. wanted, uh, they wanted um, freedom for themselves, but yet they owned slaves. Mm-hmm. And now we know Jefferson had a black slave concubine. Yep, that's right. Anyway. George Washington didn't free his slaves until him and his wife both died. Well those observed. are the men that invented those games. Anything else you want to observe tonight? No, that's it. Thanks for the call, Bill. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Marchano is in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dalbert and Mark. Hello, Marchano. Marchano in Texas, going once. Hey, hello, hello. Hey, Marchano, you're on the air. Go ahead. It's uh, Marciano. Marciano. Yeah. Now, I had a call about about a month ago, and uh, I told you about uh, what we're doing here in a here in McAllen, we're doing the same thing that you guys are doing in, in King, New Hampshire. What are you doing? We're, we're the, the, you know, we want to eliminate uh, the bureaucrats and, and all the monsters that are, you know, behind the courts. Well, I don't know about it. Elim- I mean, eliminate what do you sounds mean by violent. Eliminate? That I mean, sounds dire. Well, like, no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, you know how they treat people, the how, the, how you know, they're so mean with us and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Give it a, a trial. And uh, just taking the power away from them, from all those, uh, you know, those people. Okay, so how are you doing that? Well, uh, last time, uh, you, I, like I told you, I was, I, I was going to uh, tell you that thanks to you guys, I've learned how to deal with these people. On December the 3rd, we got a citation for having a, a table at an art walk, you know, because I was recording them, and the guy told me to turn off the, uh, the camera, and I didn't want to. And I so, learned how to point, well, hold on, slow down a minute. You had a table at an art walk, some cops came up and threatened you, you were recording them, they didn't like that. Is that what you're saying? No, yeah, but it was, it was just one cop, it was one of those uh, uh, city ordinance cops. Okay. City what cops? It, city ordinance. Uh, city ordinance cops, you know, one of those... Uh, like a code enforcer. Guys. A code enforcer. Gotcha. Yeah, a code enforcer, yeah, yeah those. And uh, thanks to you watching your videos, I learned... You know, to deal with these guys, you know how you know how to respond to them. So, what did you do? I told you know the guy told me, turn off the camera. I go, no, I'm going to hold everybody accountable. So, so he goes, okay, you know, take out your your IDs and, um, you know, my friend Armando got got a citation because of that. And uh, you can see that video 
So and, wait, your, uh, Armando uh, did not remove. He did not show the ID. No, no, no. He came. Uh, once, once he says, once I, I, I refuse to turn off the camera. The guy goes, okay, your ID, because he gives a citation because I didn't want to turn off the camera. So okay, so wait, your friend got the citation or you got the citation? My my friend got the citation because he's used to these people. He's already uh, dealt with them, you know, three times in the courts, you know, just by asking questions. Why uh, Why would he hand over his identification to them? Well, you can see the video. We have it posted there on uh, rgvnostate.com, and we have the two videos there. Okay, and you know that'll give you a better explanation of it. And that was rgvnostate.com. Yes. Okay. So what's going and on? We also with that? have a, on, our, our, we, on our, our website. We have the link to your website, you know, to the Free King and the Free King YouTube. So we also promote you guys, also. Great, I appreciate that. Now, what happened? I mean, you, you got a cite. He got a citation, even though you were the one recording. That doesn't make sense. Oh, that, well, <laughs> that's how people are. I mean, exactly. I mean, none of these things make sense. I mean, just because a person is, you know, doing whatever and without harming anybody, you know, they give a citation. For example, I mean, was he, you know, was he recording too? No, no, I was recording. I was recording, and somebody else we were recording. Now, point of no, information, he, I, I miss. I, maybe I'm a little confused. Was the citation for running a table without a permit at an art walk event, or was the citation for recording video? Okay, well, see, it started off like this. The guy got there, and he goes, "You know, guys, you can't have the table here." Okay, he goes, "You can't have the table here. Uh, you gotta take. You gotta take it out." He goes, "I will give you 20 minutes to take it out. You know, I'll go and then come back and 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 take it out." And I was recording the thing, you know, while this was happening. And then when the guy told me, can you turn off the camera? And I said, no. He goes, okay, you know, somebody, you know, give me their ID. And then he gave a citation for, for you know, for the table at the walk. That's oh, so he, he cited you for the table, um, you know, for unauthorized vending or whatever. Mm-hmm. He didn't cite you for uh, audio or, or video recording him. No, 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 no. It wasn't because of that. He was because of the table. And what do you think would have happened if, you, if your friend would not have given up his ID? Oh, he he said that he was going to call the cops, and it's all recorded. I mean, he goes, okay, if if, if you don't have ID, I'm going to have to call the, the cops. You know, the guys with the guns. So, I see. So he intimidated you into uh, to giving up your ID. What just else a, would you do? Just I mean, as a point of information, uh, if you are not in a vehicle and you're not the driver of a vehicle, typically in most places, and I'm not a lawyer, but it's my understanding uh, that in most places you have no obligation whatsoever to uh, provide identification. So that was a mistake on your I – th- I believe it was a mistake on your friend's part to essentially volunteer for a ticket. And that's basically what he did. They need to have a legal name to write on that ticket so it can go into the court system and be prosecuted. And if they don't have a legal name to write on that ticket, then there's nothing uh, that can be done. I mean he may have called the cops and the cops may have come over and then arrested you for disorderly conduct. So I'm not saying it would have been a guaranteed solution or anything like that. But at that point, there was – there was no obligation for your friend to uh, to give that uh, code code enforcer his identification. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, we, we're not, you know, you guys are are good at this. I mean, we've just started this. Oh, we're, yeah. we're, oh it like, takes time. You're gonna make I mistakes. Mean, You're gonna make yeah, mistakes. And, we're, not, we're not scolding you, um, or Ian's not scolding you. I'm not sure what the best uh, put, uh, course of action was, but he's not scolding you. He's just giving you advice on how to to you know. Do oh it yeah, no, no, and I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it really. I mean, yeah. like I said, I mean, thanks to Ian. 
when I mean I I mean I've seen most all the videos. I mean, and, and the guy tells Ian turn off the camera, and Ian goes, "No, I'm not going to turn it off." I mean, you know, yeah. Well, Dave, Dave Ridley is a big inspiration for me on that one. Uh, Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com, great place to go and uh, watch his videos as well. He does a really great job uh, when he's confident. Gets better in time, Bill, yeah, because they because their job they've they've been trained to frighten and intimidate to get their way. Absolutely. And so um, it takes time. I mean, I, I've seen it the videos. Time. I've seen the videos from, from Cop Block, from uh, oh, Liberty another great on website. Tour. Glad you're Liberty. out there. I'm sure folks will go check out your video, and I'll do it when I get a chance. And thanks for the call tonight, Marciano. More coming up here with your calls. 800-259-9231. Even better, don't even carry the ID with you. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there uh, on the site, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight in the studio, it's Ian. And Delbert. And Mark. Uh, still to come tonight, your chance to win a two-pack of the Tota Sack, so stay tuned for that opportunity. Free Talk Live has a bunch of archives, by the way, on our website that go all the way back as late as uh, 2006, and it's all free for you. You can just go to freetalklive.com to get the last week's worth right at the top of the page, and then click into the archive section to access years worth, uh, all free at freetalklive.com, courtesy of HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own website, whether it's .com or .anything else. Whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, you let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. There's a 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 45-day money-back guarantee, 24-7 technical support, even $100 in Google AdWords credit. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. Get your first month completely free. HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right. So 800-259-9231. We go to Cobra Commander calling from his secret base. Cobra Commander, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there, Ian, Mark, Dan. <laughs> hey, Cobra. What's up? I just wanted to tell you, a while back you were talking about the fish that have been uh, popping up all over the place. The fish. The, I don't the even dead remember. fish in the uh, river. Oh, in, in, the dead fish. Right, and the birds. Arkansas. And the dead birds, right. Uh, no, not the birds. That's oh, an unrelated incident. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going on? Uh, the mind control ray that I used to overtake Montana has some adverse effects on aquatic life, apparently. Now, now why, why Montana? Why, why was Montana your first choice for the mind control ray? Is this a test of the Because Dave was there. Dave in Montana. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, sense. how is it that now, a mind-control ray in Montana affected fish in Arkansas? Well, apparently the fish in Montana have hardier stock than fish in... In Arkansas. In Arkansas? Yes. Yeah. So, did you try the mind-control <laughs> ray in Arkansas, then? Yes, I did. 
Now, these were, well, what kind of fish were these, Ian? Croquis or something? Telefino. It was only one type of fish. So is it just this species that's uh, somehow susceptible to the mind control, Ray? And is it that they were... Are you, you saying know, that the croquis croaked? That, I, I can't remember exactly what they're oh. called, but it's some particular type of fish. And um, what Did they just not want to be mind controlled, so they killed themselves? How did it happen? Well, actually, what it is is... When a human mind manipulates the mind of a fish, a tiny little fish mind can't handle all the thoughts and emotions going through a human mind, mm-hmm. and it causes them to explode. So is it just that the mind control ray wasn't focused enough on human beings and that it, it affected other animals? Is that the idea? Actually, there was somebody diving in the lake, and I really wanted to get him. What did you want to Who get was him for? It? Polar Bear Club. What's that mean? They were with the Polar Bear Club. I, I don't understand. So what is they, swim, people... they swim in very cold water. Is but why, is idea? that why he was there, or why did you want to get him? Because there's a polar bear club. They dive in the cold water. I could use some men like that. Oh, I see. <laughs> right. You could suit uh, them up, and they could be your, uh, you know, they could be your, very, your strike team or something. Some very hardy minions you could have there. Arctic frogmen. I like the way you think, Cobra Commander. That's very unique. So what else is going on in your world, in the underground bunker right he now? He is a schemer. What are you plotting? Oh, I'm not in the underground bunker. I'm in the invisible flying fortress. That's and the birds better. kind of can't see it, and they fly right into it. Is ah. that, well, that's what's happening. All the, <laughs> is that the unrelated incident? The the- yes, that's unrelated. It's a, not the mind control device affecting the birds. <laughs> I see. Huh. That is awesome. When I would did you have never guessed Cobra Commander's invisible flying fortress as the reason that the uh, birds were dying? That, right, Mark. I mean, I'm so glad that you chose this. Is this a world exclusive, or did you call another talk show and reveal this? Uh, no, I've called you first. World exclusive with Cobra Commander: the explanation for the mysterious uh, dying birds and the. So you're saying it wasn't a disease. It wasn't that it was too cold. It was. It wasn't fireworks. It was just that your fortress is so humongous. That uh, 4,000 birds uh, fell right, you know, just rammed right into it. Yes, that's exactly right. Now, I, I was not, when I was growing up, I never watched the G.I. Joe television program. And, of course, Cobra Commander, for those that don't know, is uh, the, the evil mastermind, terrorist mastermind, uh, bad, bad guy, the main bad guy on the G.I. Joe television program. In, uh, from the 1980s cartoon, I never watched the uh, the cartoon, so I don't really know much about it. I, I would always see the you know the very ending portions where they would have the uh, you know the, the, and learning is half the battle or something like that, or knowing is half the battle is what it was. Where they'd, they'd have the little educational sections. But uh, have you always had the flying fortress, the the invisible fortress, or is that more of a new kind of development for you? Actually, I traded in my Winnebago. <laughs> when was that? Was it during the, the 1980s or was that recent? Uh, it was about uh, 06, I believe. 06. So this is fresh. Now, what what are the features of the the Flying Fortress besides invisibility and flying and fortress? I mean, are there other? <laughs> I'm curious if you get are you able to get cell phone coverage up there? Well, the pain rays. I have the pain rays attached to it. Okay, pain rays are good. Now I've got the spinning rims. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a train whistle? No, I don't have a train no. whistle. Mine actually plays the uh, Dukes of Hazard song. Awesome. <laughs> that, that, I, a, kid, a kid on my street used to have that, and I really loved it the, when it go The Dukes? By. Yeah. When I was growing the up. The only problem is when you've got a flying fortress, it's not very incredible when you go flying over a ditch, so I don't have many opportunities to beep it. Wait, I don't understand that. You, it's 
What? You're always flying in a flying fortress, whereas the the General Lee would only fly very once a show. Or oh, something. okay. So it was a, it was a re- <laughs> I see. It was a re. Uh, it, it's a Dukes of Hazard reference. Yeah, reference yeah. to. I, I've only seen. The show so how once. does the invisibility thing work, Cobra Commander? I mean, how are you able to bend light around the fortress? I will let you know. Don't lock your back door. What, what <laughs> you gonna come in and visit Mark in his house? Yeah, I'll tell him later. You're taking tour. Oh, I see. You can't. You can't tell. I Mark, if I were you, I wouldn't leave your back door unlocked for I the Cobra don't. Commander. Cobra Commander, you can't come to my house. He'll send his minions down there and mess with stuff. Yeah, I'm already at your house. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the pain now. Do you, how do you exit and uh, and enter the uh, the fortress? Do you have uh, you know some sort of flying jet that uh, brings you up there? No, I just land it and walk out. Okay. How big is this thing? Well, it's about the size of the White House. The White House. So you've got to have a pretty big zone in which you can you can land this puppy. No, it crushes everything it sets upon. I see. You just don't even care then. It's Whatever. a fortress after all. Right, right. I mean, it's my property. I can now, land it wherever. Absolutely. Now, what is it made out of? I mean, the, the fortress, I mean, obviously it has to be pretty sturdy if you're just landing it on top of buildings and such. It's made mostly out of, you know, tungsten and, you know, not the kind of steel that's when the... Uh, the Twin Towers, because it, it's far. It, the heat from jet fuel can't melt my flying fortress. Yeah, that mm-hmm. stuff burns. Because are you using jet fuel to propel the thing around, or is it some sort of uh, special development? And the souls of orphans. The souls of orphans. <laughs> I love this guy. I mean, you can, you can ask him anything, and he's got an answer that is like not what you necessarily expect. Cobra Commander, uh, what is coming up? I mean, I know you ran for president in 2008. Uh, what's what's happening? What are the plans? Are you throwing your hat in for, uh, for, uh, for, for 2012? I would say start watching the skies over Massachusetts. Why is that? Well, that's where I'll appear next. Can you do skywriting, or what are you going to do? Are you going to fly well, one of those banners? The fortress will become visible, and you'll see a giant floating... Flying fortress, okay. spinning rims all over the bottom of it, shooting pain rays at everybody. <laughs> I, you know, I support your uh, y- your takeover of Massachusetts. The pain ray on it Massachusetts. Get worse. <laughs> well, I will fly a banner that says "Mark supports your demise." <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to kill them. I mean, what good what good would that be to your your overall plan? I mean, why would I kill them? I have a pain ray. I can make them painful. Yes, yes. and then they'll do. They'll do your bidding if you have the pain ray. Exactly. Yeah. They're politicians. You could just pay them off. You don't have to make people. No, he's talking oh, about I, I, I very much enjoy hurting politicians, though. <laughs> I understand. Cobra Commander, as always, it's nice to hear from you and uh, keep us on the uh, you know keep us updated as you hit the campaign trail here as uh, 2012 rolls closer and people begin announcing uh, their candidacies. It sounds like he's going to announce by revealing his uh, fortress uh, over Massachusetts, which is a good place to do it. I mean, it's close to New Hampshire. New Hampshire yeah, being the, New Hampshire's the primary nation, grounds. You think that'd be the uh, the place to go? Well, I'd rather the pain rays be in Massachusetts. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't wish pain well, he knows on that anyone. They're disarmed in Massachusetts. That's true. That's true. Are you concerned about that, uh, Cobra Commander? The the fact that New Hampshireites actually have weapons? Oh, not really. Now the uh, the flying fortress is pretty much bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I figure I'll take you out last because you know I like your show. Well, yeah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> you, you could always enslave I us. Mean, I uh, can call in an update on how I'm spreading pain and misery all about the rest <laughs> of the United States, and you can report it. Certainly, I mean if you've got us, uh, you know, if you've got the pain ray trained on us, we're likely going to be very obedient. So why not uh, other places around the globe? I mean, surely it's not just the United States that's important. 
I mean, well, you could Canada's be... attached. I'll probably move there next. You can only it's so see... cold up there. Go I've someplace nice. I've had control nice. of South America if... for 50 years Mark, now. Mark, you've got to start some way, uh, somewhere. It might as well be in the uh, the world superpower. There I mean, you go. Don't you... He's Cobra Commander. He wants to take that over. Hey, thanks for the update tonight, Cobra. We appreciate it. Um, we're coming up here. Hour three is next. You can take control and bring up anything. It's MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free to bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line it's 1-800-259-9231 join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Albert. And Mark. All right. We're going to write to your phone calls. You can call in about anything you want. And then if we get the chance, we'll tell you about the dog tax and what they'll be doing to people that don't pay it, or rather to their dogs. First, Harvella, or Harvella, perhaps, in Texas? Yes. Yeah. Is, is it Harvella? Yeah, Harvella. Hey, what's, what's on your mind tonight? Okay, well, I'm the president of the National Homeowners Advocate Group, and I'm calling in because I want to make sure that um, people in Texas, uh, that they call their legislators to let them know how they feel about being uh, foreclosed by homeowner associations due to non-payment of maintenance fees. I think it's a, a horrendous thing to allow your neighborhood association to be able to do that for non-payment of fees. So hold on, let me see if I'm straight on what you're saying here. You're saying these folks are in a homeowners association in which there is some sort of a fee required. Maybe it's like a golf course or something like that where they have to pay on a yearly basis perhaps. Uh, almost. To, in, is this, a, is this a, like a condominium building or is this different houses uh, that are in a homeowner well, association? Yeah, it's a single family homes. Uh, there's townhomes and there's condos. So it can oh. be on any homestead dwelling. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is these people are essentially violating their agreement, right? I mean, they they made the agreement to live in this uh, deed-restricted community with the housing association. And, and the part of the agreement is, usually, is it's usually right up front that they say, hey, you need to pay this amount of money to have the this I nice be- golf course or the clubhouse. I believe it's Texas specifically that homeowners associations can move within three months of not payment, which to me is too, way too short of a period of time. I, I, yeah, I think there's probably a, um, a reasonable period of time to Let Harvella um, confirm or deny that. No, here's the thing. Uh, these are homesteads, and we have a constitutional protection. That's that's the, why it's different. See, this is a constitutional issue. Uh, these are not contracts. They were put on the land. They run with the land by the developer. When he developed the land, he placed a contractual lien that uh, is a, a one-sided agreement that the homeowner does not see until they uh, go to closing, and they don't really... Uh, they, they haven't formed a contract, so what they get is like a rider or something telling them that you cannot buy this property, uh, basically, unless you sign this agreement that's already been arranged by the developer. So, they're not forced uh, to buy the property. They're, they're not being right. forced to buy the property. They're buying the property with that agreement attached to it. 
Right, and a lot of people don't. They don't know. I don't. I don't think anyone in the state of Texas is being told that these uh, liens that are on their property. They don't even know it's a lien on their property, and they don't know it can be foreclosed. So it's not a uh, a contract, and it's like a vendor's lien or a reverse mortgage or something that you know with money that you know you made. This Hold contract. on a second. I I'm confused now. Look, I've only bought a couple of of homes in my life. Um, and I've never bought one within a deed restricted community or a, a um, uh, in a homeowners association, and I don't have any interest in doing that because I understand right. that in many many cases they have very restrictive covenants, they have uh, silly rules that I don't want to be a part of, and they in many cases like the golf course type communities down in Florida and other places have uh, these uh, these essentially fees that you have to pay for the privilege of living in this uh, this place. You're saying, you're claiming this is not a contract, but what I heard you say was that uh, they're presented with this information prior to the closing on the house. So they are no. being informed. No, they're not, not prior, not prior. There's only one uh, association here in the state, of, in Texas, and it's over in the Woodlands. Uh, the Woodlands is in a first lien position. And they are, uh, they let the people, they have it at their um, welcome center. They have uh, the uh, CCNRs or the, the um, information to let people know that uh, they have, um, you know, they can be, I believe they tell them that they can be foreclosed. They know they have a lien and they, can, they tell them up front that. Wait, that wait, wait, hold on. Which, which, who knows who has a lien? I'm sorry, what does that sentence mean? Okay, okay that means that uh, there is a what, uh, what I call an empty lien that hasn't been uh, utilized yet it's ability this letting you know you know that if you don't pay these maintenance fees that uh, you, a lien is going to be placed on your property and and it'll be foreclosed well that's what the woodlands do and they're in the first lien position meaning that they're like a mortgage company now I don't know how they did it or uh, you know but they are in the first lien position like a bank but the homeowners associations or property owners owners associations or uh, whatever name that you want to give them, they are in the second lien position, meaning that they, um, when they foreclose, they really have to uh, auction that property off with subject to that first lien. And that's another violation they're doing here in Texas. They don't do that. They auction the property off, uh, like, for instance, uh, my home was a ninety-five. Wait, 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 wait. Point, Okay, let me see if I can clear clarify this. You're saying this with the first lien, second lien situation. You're saying the homeowners association has first claim on being able to lien the property, and then after that, if the bank places a lien on it, that the bank has to essentially satisfy the 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 claim of the homeowners association. Uh, uh-uh, it's just the reverse. It's the reverse. In other words, the the second lien holder, which is the homeowners association, they have. The authority, due to a case law that we had in 1987, they have that authority to foreclose on our home, and they're supposed to foreclose. And, you know, if they do foreclose at the auction, when you buy that house, you have to buy it and then pay that first lien. But they're not doing that. When they uh, someone uh, comes in, an investor, and buy that home that's been foreclosed by the uh, homeowners association, they uh, they don't pay the uh, first lien. They just leave you hanging with the, the homeowner leaving leave you hanging with that first lien. So all they do, say for instance, a house. Have... The other day I got a call okay. from a woman. She had um, her home was uh, foreclosed by a homeowners association. The uh, third party paid uh, fourteen. I think it was fifteen hundred dollars for the house, but they did not pay the hundred and forty thousand dollar first lien that was on the property. That, that was a bank loan, and they okay. left the bank hanging with that. You know, they didn't pay it. So that means that someone has to pay that. The person that's been foreclosed out of their home certainly shouldn't have to pay that. 
So, but they're going to be expected to, because that's what happened in my case. You know, we were having a dispute with our homeowners association, and they foreclosed, and they bought the home for $184.92. This is a home valued at $95,000 back in, in, in 1995. Okay. And then the bank came back at us, because the homeowners association uh, wouldn't pay that, uh, that lien. They wouldn't pay for the home. After they, they didn't assume the loan. So wait a minute. So let me see if I'm following you here. Just let's just look at your case because it's all been a little confusing to me. So okay. you're saying in your case, you had this home. The homeowners association, you were disputing with them. They used an option that they have apparently to uh, to foreclose on your home, which is is horrifying for a hundred sure. something dollars. And, mm-hmm. and you're saying that at that point, then you were still you still had a mortgage with the bank. The homeowners association was then not paying the mortgage. Right. They when they uh, bought the house for the one eighty four ninety two, uh, they, actually they auctioned they, uh, bid. Their bid was like four hundred forty eight dollars, but they only paid one hundred and eighty four dollars and ninety two. And I have the check. I got. We, so we basically, what you're saying is the bank continued to come after you at that point. No, the bank went. Well, the bank went after them, but they refused to, to assume the loan and to make that payment. So the bank, instead of going after them and, and actually, you know, foreclosing on them, they came back after us because the insurance papers was in our name, was still in our name. And they well, that does seem like a mess. Name. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it was a mess. So it was two. So we got two foreclosures. See, you really. But you uh, did know of- in advance. I, I, I just I find it hard to believe that you bought a home in a homeowners association without knowing about it. I think it, a lot. No, no. I think a lot of people buy homes in homeowners associations not really knowing what they're getting into. People can well, we feel really trapped in these little uh, Nazi esque empires that some people will create for themselves. And then when you have a situation, but you're where, not presented with the rules in advance. I Mark? think everybody no, should no, read oh, them. No, we didn't know. That's the whole thing. We came in from another state. We had no idea there was. A, we didn't even know what an HOA was. We came here in mm-hmm. 1988. It was not. It was a secondhand home, and we didn't. It wasn't disclosed to us. And then two years later, we get uh, a, a notice because we pay at closing. We thought we were paying a, some kind of a tax. We had no idea wow. it was a recurring fee that we had to pay because they don't. They don't tell you that at closing. Now, and so when that's we got crazy. In, uh, I had a girlfriend who bought a, a condominium and a, a you know they had a homeowners association. She got the eighty page eight zero page contract well in advance this was in florida not texas and uh you know she knew what she was getting into she read the whole thing cover to cover but i can imagine that you were really caught flat-footed harvella is there some sort of website uh, that you can promote oh yes uh, what is yeah, that? yeah uh, it's, it's the national homeowners advocates group Thanks for the call tonight. Good luck out there. Appreciate hearing from you. Going to give you a two-pack of the Tota Sack right now. 603-435-1105. T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot U-S is their website. 603-435-1105. Call now if you want to win a two-pack of the Tota Sack. More coming. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up, uh, again, whatever's on your mind. 
and take control of the airwaves. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Delbert. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got uh, a bunch of different features there. The Shrine of Female Listeners is one of them. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com and see the uh, lovely lady listeners that uh, listen to this program. They have sent us their validated photo or video to prove that they are listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Head on over. Shrine's endorsed by Jason Osborne of SACL CAI. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CAI can handle it for you. They'll do it with respect for your clients and make sure that you keep your customers. See their banner at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. 800-259-9231 as we continue. We take your calls about anything. Adam is in Canada. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Adam. Hello, good evening. Hey. I wanted to quote Thomas Jefferson of the Illuminati. I read this on a Masonic website from the Grand, Grand Lodge of British Columbia and Yukon. They quote him as saying that, uh, as Weishaupt lived under the tyranny of a despot and priest, he knew that caution was necessary, even in spreading information and the principles of pure morality. This is, gives an air of mystery to his views with the foundation of his banishment. If Weishaupt had written here, where no secrecy is necessary in our endeavors to render men wise and virtuous, he would not have thought of any secret machinery for that purpose. Very interesting. Because what, what does that mean? I have, yeah, like uh, you, you, that, you rattled through that so quickly that I, it meant nothing to me. It's like you were speaking English, but you know, I couldn't put the words together. You know, the, the way we talked two hundred years ago, it's, uh, you know, it's not the way we talk today. Sorry, I've been on hold for a while. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> uh, he's saying that back when they founded the Bavarian Illuminati, they were doing it under the power of a Jesuit uh, order. And they would not allow them to spread their influence against the influence of the Jesuits themselves. So they had to uh, think of a secret machinery for the purpose of spreading their ideas, even though they were trying to render men wise and virtuous. If they didn't have to do that against the influ- uh, will of the Jesuits who ruled uh, Bavaria, then they wouldn't have thought of a secret way to do it. I see. So the uh, the the was it the Illuminati or was it the Freemasons we're talking about here? The Illuminati came from the Jesuits, but in opposition to their religious beliefs. And their uh, this was supposedly the age of enlightenment, beginning when people thought to uh, use reason instead. So of, he's saying that you're saying that Thomas Jefferson was claiming to be in the Illuminati, and that uh, no, the, I don't no? think he was claiming that. Some people say he's a Mason, but that, that's not really here or there in this quote. Um, he's just talking about how Adam Weishaupt had to do this because he lived under the tyranny of a despot and priest. Meaning they uh, they formed a secret society to uh, allegedly help uh, essentially enlighten people? Right. Yeah. Well, why, why, how did that, if that's the case, then what is the explanation for all the people that call about the, you know, over the years we've had a bunch of people calling about uh, Illuminati this and that, and it usually has to do with, you know, secret temples or, or you know, symbols well, that have been, symbols that have been, you know, kind of placed so, uh, within Washington, D.C. Yeah, Hang on a second here. Let me, let me ask a question. Uh, that usually has to do with symbols and uh, that are secretly placed and, the, you know, the, whatever it is that the Illuminati is supposedly controlling the world. It's usually promoted as this very negative thing where it's a bunch of power mongering sickos and psychopaths. Uh, controlling people, but you're saying it's a group that originally was founded to enlighten. Has that changed, or are they still supposedly trying to enlighten people? I'm not sure. I'm just saying that the Masons are claiming this on their internet website, so you may, may want to but take the it. The Masons actually well. have their own internet site? I thought it was all a bunch of crackpot sites. Have a, they have a no, no, the Masons have many of their own websites. Okay, so where, where, is, where does one go? Where, where is the main Mason website? Is there one where people can go to to, to see? Your best bet is to just Google Grand Lodge. Uh-huh. Find a bunch. So I, I didn't realize um, this. I thought they were secret. A lot of the things that I see, 
I thought they were a well, secret a the, society. I've been, I've been trying to learn everything I have about the Masons. Yeah, me too. I, I thought so, but I've been trying to learn everything I have about the Masons for the past few years. And I come a lot of, come across a lot of stuff that I can't believe, and a lot of stuff that I, that seems deniable, and some of it's not really virtuous. Um, but who knows? I don't know anything about that really. Uh, I would like to know as much as I could. And I've always thought, you know, Frank was very interesting. Frank was very interesting when he started talking about that. I totally believe him. Um, Frank, our caller from New York earlier, who claims to be a yeah. member of the uh, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so why are you spending so much time researching the Masons? Um, I'm, I've always been very interested in history. I have a great memory, so I end up taking a lot away from it. Meaning, like, what is it that that is your interest in in knowing about this? Just because you're curious. Well, well, I've I've always been uh, one one who is uh, very interested in politics, and I've always noticed there's something wrong with it, you know. And I, I've, uh, this really struck a chord with me when I started learning that there was a reason for it. Some people say various reasons, many reasons, some that can't be true. And um, the idea, I think, of power, you know, the power they have, they have somebody has to use power. I mean, the world has to keep turning, and power is really just responsibility. You can advocate it or not, but power is responsibility. Responsibility is power. I see plenty of people with power that don't have any responsibility for their yeah, actions. Right. <laughs> power has been come, become divorced from power. responsibility in this country. Or all, right, all, all around, around the world. world. That might be yeah. why, P- that might be why the, uh, the Illuminati, the enlightened people have to be so secret about it so that it doesn't you know, trickle down. It doesn't what? I don't know. So you don't know what you're saying? Secret machinery. You, sorry. You're saying you don't know what you're saying? I'm sorry. What do you, what do you I, not I know? Do. Uh, what I meant by trickle down, I should I should have said that if they uh, they wouldn't want people who were irresponsible with the power to get it, they would have to develop this secret machinery. So for that, for the purposes of Thomas Jefferson talking about, so you're uh, claiming uh, that the people in the Illuminati are responsible with their power. Does that mean that the the uh, the politicians are not in the Illuminati? I'm sure they are. Oh, okay, but they're not very responsible. I have are met they? a lot of politicians that are responsible with their power. See, this is the this is what's confusing to me here. I mean, we're getting two stories about the uh, supposed Illuminati out there. On one side, they're they're evil uh, people who are trying to control the world. Uh, on the other side, they are people who are attempting to enlighten mankind through some sort of machinery uh, to bring them to you know an illuminated state. And I can um, but, assure you, power is not responsibility. But somehow they're responsibility doing responsibility is not power. But somehow they're doing that through some sort of secret society that doesn't uh, exist in any sort of visible channels. It's all very you, contradictory and confusing. Hmm? And I, I do listen to a lot of what Alex Jones says, and I'm sure he does a lot of very good research and knows a lot of facts. Well, that's jumping to some conclusions now, isn't it? I mean, uh, is Alex Jones the person who told you all this? No, no. I've only recently gotten interested in what he's had to say. Thanks for the call tonight, Adam. Appreciate hearing from you. Good, good luck with your uh, research out there, whatever that means, to whatever end you're attempting to uh, accomplish. I, I just don't understand... Why? I mean, beyond curiosity, it doesn't make sense to, to anybody who would spend time on this. Because what does it really matter anyway? We're talking about, if they exist, we're talking about a group of uh, super elite people that uh, control the world, whether they call themselves the Illuminati or the Masons or the Bilderbergers or all three. Maybe you can be a member of all three. I don't, I don't see know. how they could, in fact, control the world. They may pr- attempt to control the world or something, but... Well, the idea is that they do, right? The idea is that the Illuminati is in control of everything. That's what Frank said earlier tonight. And this guy's saying they're enlightened and they're trying to enlighten other people. But how can they do that if they're hiding and they're secretive as a secret society? Frank's having fun, isn't he? I, I mean, I don't know what Frank's motivations are. To, uh, no, yeah. I, I thought it might be. Having fun. Seems that way to me, but I Frank's not... the most coherent person who's ever spoken of the Illuminati on this uh, this radio program. Mm-hmm. And this guy's the second. 
You thought that guy was particularly coherent? I, you, most compared of the people calling to talk about the, uh, the Illuminati are, are yeah. far thirds. C- uh, compared to most of them, I think he was, yeah. Maybe he's only that way because he's only started his research. Maybe if he continues to uh, to delve into that, he'll become even more the disjointed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your crackpot theories are welcome, or bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. Coming up, the dog tax. We'll uh, tell you about it. It's Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. We've got a webcam. You can go and watch and listen and interact because the chat room is built into the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do that. And it's free, of course. That's cam.freetalklive.com, brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer great prices and services on used networking equipment, such as Cisco routers and switches. In stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. Coming up, the dog tax, if we get a chance. But first, Morel is on the line in D.C. Morel, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, hi. Hi. I I wanted to comment on the Illuminati. Oh, boy. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I am a federal whistleblower. I've got a case in the Supreme Court now and appeals in the district level. I just moved to D.C., Um, I was recruited for CIA with remote viewing. Um, satellites have been in place since since 1969, and the uh, seven astronauts never came back down, the, the witnesses. Um, what has been in place since 1969? Satellites. Satellites. Um, yes. I like have, a satellite, uh, like orbiting the Earth, that kind of satellite? Intelligence satellites that were placed up there with the Shadow Apollo. Um, the Shadow started, Apollo, what is that? There is a uh, she says shuttle Apollo, I think. The shuttle Apollo or the shadow Apollo? Shadow. Shadow 11. Apollo 11. Oh. Like, a shadow, like a shadow CIA. So you're is, saying there is a, there's a, a shadow NASA or shadow Apollo, some sort of shadow has, space program that is operating in the, in the dark or in the black and uh, off the, all the, the government records and doing sneaky things like putting no, satellites uh, into orbit? Okay. Um, a shadow Apollo went and was seen when Apollo 13 went, and they never came back down. There was a shadow for uh, Apollo that went up, and Big Brother started watching, and aliens, hallucination, were with NSA transmissions. They're called, they're on the front. Hold on just a second. The 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 word hallucination was, like, stuck in there somewhere in a a manner that didn't make 
sense. Well, there's a lot. Aliens. NSA, oh. aliens, what, hallucination, yeah, I, huh? Yeah. Aliens. I think and she's like, you're just trying to spout off as many buzzwords as you can in one <laughs> sentence or something. Let me see if I'm trying to, let me see if I understand where you're coming from, Morel. Are you still there? Sounded like she hung up. I think she might have given up on us. Or maybe it was the, uh, maybe she was a hallucination and we didn't really actually talk she to her. She was being projected from the, the, the satellite, the black satellite, the black satellite uh, which was delivered, the shadow satellite, which was delivered by the shadow uh, Apollo, which went up at the same time as the Apollo 13, the shadow Apollo never that came part back. I got. It was the I couldn't get NSA aliens hallucination Well, thing apparently it was after that. After that. I, I, she, yeah, I, she, it literally just sounded like she was spouting <laughs> off a stream of buzzwords. Like, that's <laughs> what it sounded like. <laughs> apparently it was after that. That uh, it was after the Shadow Apollo uh, went up that all the uh, hallucinations and aliens and things started happening because they're they're mind controlled. Normally, when our, our call screener. Uh, ask people what they want to talk about. We want them to keep it short. We don't need you to tell your whole life story and what it is you want to, you know, get into everything you want to talk about. Just a couple words, one word, two words is enough. So her topic was mind control. So I'm just, I'm just okay. going to jump to the conclusion that what she was getting at. And I didn't hang up on you, uh, Morel. So if you'd like to call and continue with your theory, uh, you're more than welcome to because we've got lots of questions that we'd like to ask regarding it. Uh, but it sounds to me like she believes there's some sort of shadow government space program. Uh, that uh, delivers satellites into orbit that have the ability to uh, to control people's minds and make you hallucinate and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Take my tinfoil hat in for a tune-up. You just have to wonder about the mind control people, right? Like... Do they feel as though they're being mind controlled? Do because they'll call in with these uh, crazy ideas that there's some sort of radio transmitter in Alaska that's trying to control people's minds, or in this case, the first time I've heard the satellite uh, satellite uh, theory. So that there's satellites in orbit that are used being used to control people's minds. Now, the way satellite uh, delivery works, I mean, knowing a little bit about it, as considering I'm in the uh, the radio syndication business, uh, our our show is up on a couple different satellites. Uh, usually, the way it works is there's a signal that is panned across a fairly large uh, segment of uh, the population. In our case, we've got a KU band signal that covers all of North America. It can't cover more than that because that satellite is in a geostationary position, meaning the satellite is rotating at the same speed as Earth. So right. it's it's always there. It's always in the same spot. That's why you've got a satellite dish. You point it at the satellite, and it's locked in because that satellite. It's while it is technically falling. I mean, over time, it's going to it's going to very move very slowly. slowly right. Yeah, it's going to be locked in. Your your signal is going to be locked in until the end of the service date of the satellite. Kind of kind of the reason is, I think it's sort of in a uh, like a, a, a centripetal force is kind of keeping it up. It's, fairly well, but it's yeah, just it's the speed. I mean, it, yeah, it's 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 going almost as pretty much as fast as the Earth, so it's always in that same location, and it is just broadcasting. I mean, all across the entire uh, country, all across Mexico and Canada, the signal from our satellite is able to be received. It is coming down everywhere. The only way it won't be received is if something's in the way, like a tree or something like that. So. If it's true what uh, Morell is saying, and that is that there's uh, you know the idea that there's some satellite that's being used for mind control purposes, then it must be affecting everyone, right? And she's actually back, so let's uh, let's find out here. Maybe we went off in the wrong direction. We're uh, speculating incorrectly. Morell, did you hear any of that conversation we were having after you dropped off? I'm being told Morell is back. Morell in D.C. Maybe this. Yeah. I, so if I may speak, please. Um, 
the Apollo, the shadow Apollo went up in 1969. The SIG, the SIG Intel are on the on my website on the front page. NSA transmissions. Yes, it is affecting everyone. No, there are no firewalls. Not a, not a pin hat or anything else. But Cointel Pro, um, there's it, it's in the Supreme Court, and my website shows the NSA whistleblowers as well as. I bet your website is great. What is it? It is. It's full of information and cases and mm-hmm. DARPA. And by the way, HARP, it only uh, manipulates the, the climate. Oh, okay. Uh, so you don't believe it's from mind control. So what is your website? I'm curious. Oh, no, no, no. HARP is in the 90s. Okay. Satellite was 1969. What's your, what's your website? It's M-I-R-E-I-L-L-E. My last name is T as in Thomas, O-R-J-M-A-N. Uh-huh. That's M I R E I L L E T O R J J M A N dot com. Yep. Okay. Or, um, oh no no no! no. Hold on. Let, uh, just got more questions about the satellite. So so you're saying the satellite is that was put up there by the uh, the Shadow Apollo is you being used to control people's minds? Yeah, I don't know how old you are, but back in I'm the 30, 70s. Right. Okay, in 1969. When Apollo went up, uh, Big Brother started watching. They actually started manipulating MK Ultra. Now, was- now again, you are dropping a lot of uh, a lot of uh, words in here. Let me just let's focus on the mind control aspect of this. To what end? I mean, what do you believe that people are being manipulated into, or or what is the purpose of this? Born, born identity, born supremacy, uh, behavior modification. Those are, movie, those are movies and books, yeah. Now, why is it that the uh, the crackpots always reference movies? I mean, aliens <laughs> used to be bugs and robots before the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But once Close Encounter of the Third Kind came out, then all aliens were big-eyed greys and then, you know, different v- variations of the short and long. I mean, li- well, the born identity the didn't best- come out until the late 90s. Yeah, right. It's... Well, the Manchurian Candidate, all these movies are based on mind control. That based is, on mind um, control? What does I that mean? I don't think the Bourne movies were about mind control. They're, how could I prove that I'm not mind controlled? Of course they are. It's behavior modification from the military. This is all coming what out of the What is that supposed Pentagon. to mean? How, am I, how is my behavior being modified by going and sitting in a movie theater for two hours and watching uh, the Bourne identity, watching things blow up and uh, people get shot? I mean, it's just another action spy thriller. Yeah, you're, 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 on a, you're on a totally different subject than I am. And you were the one that brought up the movies. I'll tell you what. Hang on, right. Morell. I've got more questions. I want to know how I'm being mind-controlled. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Hopefully she'll stick with us. Uh, maybe you've got a question for her, too. It's free talk. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight joining you, it is Ian. And Delbert. And Mark. Delbert does have his own website. It's anarchyinyourhead.com. You can go there, and and Dale is signaling me. He is trying to... Podcast. I can't... Oh, Oh, yeah. What's that now? The podcast. 
Oh, the podcast. Well, why right. is he pr- promoing your podcast? You promo your podcast. Well, I can. I just Sorry, he promos only, my other website. Well, so. the only <laughs> my only problem with promoting the uh, the podcast is going to be that uh, that we're not sure what time your show is going to air live quite yet. You're starting up your okay. own radio show. Uh, it's going to uh, supposedly start this weekend, and it's called what? Uh, it's called um, Prometheus Unchained. Okay, and is there a website? It will be prometheusunchained.net, but that's but still that doesn't in the works. exist quite yet. It's in the works, right? Okay, so we that's why I say it's it. a little it's a little early to be uh, to be <laughs> promoting that because we don't want people to try to go to the site and then have it not exist. Yeah. So, um, but that's why I'm telling them it's not there yet. So. so there's a chance you'll be able to hear it live at lrn.fm on Sunday between either 11 and 1 or 12 and. To well, Eastern Time. Well, I, I assumed it would be twelve to two for now for this Sunday, but I don't. It may not be. It may not be. Okay, then. Yeah. So that's why I understand why you're not. Right. I'm yeah. a little. <laughs> I have no problem promoting something that I know that I. I thought uh, it would be for this it. Sunday, but it might change soon. Yeah, it may. I, I, we okay. haven't nailed all those details down yet. So it's going to be uh, whatever ends up happening this weekend will be experimental, and then we'll probably know more and nail things down for the following weekend. I okay. Guess. Fair um, enough. And so the website will be up when. Uh, well, before next weekend, the next weekend show okay. for sure. Sometime within the next week. Sometime this week. So yeah. this coming Friday, we'll be able to make a big announcement and like make a big deal out of it. Sure. But the the domain name is registered, so nobody can go snatch it up, right? <laughs> That's that right. Done. Yes, All we right. have the we have the domain cool. name. All right, and it's going to be you and uh, Neil Connor, who is one of the uh, the early movers up here in New Hampshire, and and he's right. actually a, and somebody we'll I've known for third. a long time. We'll swap out third chairs, and uh, we'll we'll have another. Uh, Stephanie Stephanie Murphy is uh, going to try to be there this weekend, and she's now, pretty sure. Is it? Uh, it's a. It's essentially a gay libertarian show, right? Yeah. Like some sort of a GLBT issue. Yeah, I just. It's a libertarian show where we're going to talk about. It's going to focus on those sorts of things, mm-hmm. and uh, not necessarily political stuff, but it might. It may just. It may, we might be talking about relationships that, from a perspective, the libertarians and gay people and lesbians would be interested in, and. Now, you originally were going to call it Freedom is Fabulous, but you decided yeah, not to. We changed our minds. Why? Um, I know how to spell fabulous, but Prometheus might be a little more difficult for people. <laughs> That's a good point. But uh, I think that we – well, we had a brain we had a brainstorm today about it. And, you know, we, we, we sort of originally sort of got deterred from Freedom is Fabulous because we couldn't get the exact website we wanted mm-hmm. for it. And uh, we ended up pondering some other things. And can and end up coming back to Prometheus um, Unchained. But, uh, now I don't, but I don't know much about uh, you know, even but, though it has the same website issues as Freedom is Fabulous. We couldn't get a .dot com. We had to get a .dot net. So. so what is the uh, the relevance toward the gay community about Prometheus? I don't know much about not Prometheus. A, it's not 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 that much. We decided not to get hung up with getting something gay in the name. We decided not to mm-hmm. get hung up on that. But uh, so it's uh, it's really. I, it's really the the name is really much more libertarian. Um, I think I think that you know Prometheus is a symbol of uh, you know he stole fire from the gods to give it to people, and the, and the gods were afraid that people would get too powerful hmm. if they had fire. So okay. it's, it's it's you know it's bringing power to back to the people and away from the gods. I see. And uh, and uh, you know there's the flame imagery, but not, one not more time, the website was what for people that want to jot it down, maybe check later on this week. Yeah, Prometheus Unchained dot. Dot net. net. All right. So uh, we'll tell you more about that. But in the meantime, Anarchy in Your Head is still up and yes. active, right? Anarchyinyourhead.com. And I'll post a, I'll post a blog post about the about the new podcast there. Oh, over at freeking.com or over at, at anarchyinyourhead.com okay. and probably Yeah, do them both because the more you can post, the more people are going to tune in. And I'm sure a lot of folks are excited about that. So that'll be every single week on Sundays, right? That's, That's the plan, yeah. All right, cool. All right, so let's continue with uh, Morel, I believe is still with us in D.C. Are you there, Morel? Yes. yes. 
Okay, so I went to your website uh, during the break, and it's about what I expected. A you know the typical lengthy, rambling, incoherent uh, website from the people in the conspiracy uh, community. How how is it? Do you expect anybody to sit here and read through what essentially amounts to a tome of information uh, on your your website? Any thoughts on that? I was told I was told um, it was tampered with, and sometimes it's down with the information exchange. Do you see is the NSA conducting electronic warfare on Americans yeah. in red? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I see that. And you see the article from Russell Tice, the other federal whistleblower. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I see all that. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay. that's what your website's supposed to look like, right? Well, but then there did you write did, did you write that the stuff on the front page of your website? No, that's no. not my article. Who put that's that there? That's it. A federal whistleblower. Do you see um, Chronicle? Chronicle. So you American? you copied somebody else's lengthy, rambling, uh, confused article. Did you write the part at the top left where it says NSA transmissions are mind yes. control, death rays, yes. planes, cancer ills, synthetic ills, toppling's oceans, climate behind the scenes, focused on wrong weapons, mass destruction, and terrorists. Uh, there's a lot of capitalized words in here. I'm not really enunciating it correctly. Uh, shadow CIA are the elites emulating scriptures. Have you figured it out yet? How and why 9-11 and the economy all from the minds. Did you write that? I sure did. Doesn't and that sound I crazy to you? Can I say they are crazy? This no, is that's the crazy. Of, they are yes, mm. the cult of intelligence. It, they are very wicked, crazy, shadow CIA that know, that was got Washington duped. But I wanted to ask you something. You made a comment <laughs> on, on a very on a very intelligent and very um, very. Gosh, I, I can't even I can't even describe how intelligent this article is that was written by. By, by Russell Tice's testimony from the NSA as an agent. Um, did you know that mind control was for the purpose of military to find the intent of a criminal or a terrorist? So they wanted to control the mind. I don't know anything about mind control beyond what the occasional uh, you know person calls into the show and makes allegations regarding. And it's, it is all incoherent nonsense to me. Has any one of the government's agents ever tried to get you to take any medication to control your mind? No. No? They don't it, It's all sound waste. That's all bull. So that's you're not on bad. medication? Not even an aspirin. No. That's all lies. That's just a cover-up. What is it? Now, let's get back to the mind control issue, because you said earlier that the uh, the Shadow Apollo put up a satellite or multiple satellites that have been controlling people's minds. Now, how, what are they... It's satellites that control minds. It's sound waste. It's quantum physics. It's just The vibrations. Like sure, the vibrations. So do you feel it's like energy. your mind is being controlled? They are. There is no firewall. Everyone is transmitted, and they're not aware of it. Their thoughts, emotions. For the purpose of but what? So, so if we're if my mind's controlled and I don't think it's controlled, how could I prove that it's not controlled? What can I do to prove my mind's not controlled? To prove it? Okay. I well, we're we're not even there yet. I want to describe. I want to. I want. We don't have time to get there. Right, right, you need you, to answer the question. Right. I mean, so like, you need to focus. <laughs> this is important to me. Like, I, if okay. if my mind's being controlled, I don't believe you that my mind's being controlled. How can I prove that my mind isn't controlled? Is there something I can do? 
you can read the information and look at all of the the evidence and the and and well, I've here's the thing you haven't been persuasive to us that our minds are being controlled and like you certainly haven't persuaded me to read the the, the massive amount of text on that website because it's just well, it's I just not persuasive you. what can you do right now to tell me what, what I can do to find out if my, if my mind is being controlled or to prove that it's I'm not un, it's undetectable that's convenient. It's unprovable, too, I'm sure. So you're alleging that everyone's mind is being controlled. To what end? What is the purpose of it? Power, control, taxes, uh, cancer. But I don't pay taxes. But but Ian doesn't pay taxes. How is his mind controlled? He doesn't have cancer either. On on medication. um, He doesn't take medication. You've got controlling wars and presidents. You've got forced speech. You've got, okay, here's another. What are you talking about? Um, when you get angry, they're attacking your nervous system. That's one way to prove it. When you get, when you have conflicting emotions, <laughs> you get angry. That's proof that you're being mind controlled. <laughs> if you if you have a rage, and they're attacking your nervous wow. central system. But yes, people go into rages without mind so, control. No, that's no not, don't you understand, Dale? Question. Everyone is being that's mind controlled. That's not my question, and I want you to <laughs> focus like a laser on what I'm saying. I want to prove to you that you're wrong. What can I, I do? Or say right now that they wouldn't let because they're controlling my mind. What would I be able to say that would mean that they aren't actually controlling my mind? Right? Okay, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the government is not controlling my mind. Would the government let me say that they're not controlling my mind if they were in fact controlling my mind? It makes perfect sense. They the want you to say guys that. Mark. Here, understand exactly what I'm saying. Mark, they want you to say that they're not controlling you. <laughs> They're making you deny it and dumbing you down. Morel, you may want to get some help. I'm dumb. We're on the air six nights a week. We talk about how the government is bad and the government hurts people. They haven't stopped us yet with their mind control. Right. I don't think that would be part of their mind control program. But maybe I'm just not privy to the whole shadow government and their plot. Thanks for the call tonight, Morel. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at (laughs) freetalklive.com. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com.